You are currently listening to yours truly, Noah Festenstein, proud host of Monday Madness Sports Talk, an award-winning radio program on the newly awarded best college radio station in the nation, Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. Welcome in to Monday Madness Sports Talk. My name is Noah Festenstein, your host of the program, starting the week off fresh, talking the latest in sports and world news. This is episode 167, ranging from both Harper College Radio and Radio DePaul Sports, recording for both. Right here on WHM 88.3 FM and RadioDePaulSports.com podcasts, it is Noah Festenstein, your host, once again, taking you for an hour and a half. Woo! It is time to get mad here on Monday Madness Sports Talk. Actually, not really mad. Excited! Because it's just another episode. Glad to have you with me here as I am recording in my own bedroom. Which is going to consist of two different guests to come on to the show today. Not physically come on but to call in per se as of course we are practicing social distancing on monday man of sports talk and i would hope you are as well and of course all the other protocols that should be followed during these uncertain times that we are in right now and now fast forwarding a week later when i first recorded in my room last week i considered that a massive success uh, a huge huge moment for me personally being back in the airways of 88.3 fm and uh having a lot of people uh you know tell me how great it is just to hear me back on the airways and i i just as well greatly appreciative of you the listener uh tuning in and enjoying the content that i present uh but today is gonna be more sports oriented and uh getting uh interconnected with a couple of former personalities here on monday mass sports talk one of them is still a current reoccurrent personality who calls in on a good occasions you know who he is he's gonna come on in the end of the show it is carlos the liquid terminator rodriguez gonna be talking some ufc at the last 30 minutes of the show uh and we're gonna be talking about coronavirus of course and the situation that we are in he's also uh starting a gaming youtube channel twitch channel uh, and he's been rolling good with that for uh, this whole coronavirus quarantine era that we are in right now. So he's been having fun. But before that, just as good, we have former co-host Colby Marshall coming onto the show uh, to kind of catch up with him, see what he's been up to in quarantine, uh, and of course talk some sports and what our timelines are going to look like and when do we think sports are going to come back. And uh, I think that's the big pressing question in the sports world right now and of course here on Money Mad Sports Talk I don't have a lot of content to talk about right now in terms of current sports activities so I think to share this moment with other sports analysts who I've shared the microphone with um, especially with Colby Marcio um, I think it's going to be a cooler interview to have him uh, stop by the show call in and uh, share some thoughts so that's going to be a lot of fun uh, with that but besides that I got 30 minutes alone on the microphone, so during those 30 minutes, I'll probably just talk about some baseball, 
get into a little bit of basketball. Last week, I, I didn't really talk a lot about NBA basketball. I locked on that. So I'll maybe get into more of that because I got way too into uh, DePaul basketball last week because of the Dave Lato signing. Um, but I'm not going to talk DePaul basketball today. No need to, except the only point I can make is Jalen Coleman lands uh, getting an extension, a six-year eligibility claim, so he that he can uh, play on the team for a six-year. So that's good. That's the only DePaul news I got for you. Uh, but as far as NBA, I'm going to talk about that and more uh, here on the show today. Nothing else too special. Just another show in my room, and I cannot cannot wait uh, to kind of spend my time with you today. Uh, I got. I got the blinds open in my room. The windows are open. Some fresh air is coming in. So you might hear some cars roll throughout the background or people walking by, which is fine by me. I like I like kind of those white noise sounds that you hear on uh, outside. And uh, the world is still turning and the world is still active and there's still people outside doing things. And I think the reassuring of that uh, is quite simply reassuring. <laughs> to say the least here in these very uncertain times. So uh, hope everyone is doing good. Hope everyone is staying safe. And I hope you are going to enjoy this episode of Money Mass Sports Talk. And I will be getting you, uh, send you guys to a break. But when I come back, I'll talk some baseball right here on Monday Mass Sports Talk. 88.3 FM, RadioDePaulSports.com. Be back in just a bit. Stay tuned. listening to Monday Madness Sports Talk with your host Noah Festenstein right here on Radio DePaul Sports the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons Welcome back to Monday Madness Sports Talk it is your host Noah Festenstein with Audion RT never letting go bringing me into this segment Alright, alright, alright. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Well, look who decided to join me on Monday Mass Sports Talk. For the first time ever, Joey Festenstein, everyone. Say hello. Yep. He's just sniffing the mic. Honestly, did not expect any point in my life that my dog would show up on my radio show. So uh, Joey is laying in my arms right now, and uh, I'm probably not going to be able to do a segment with him in my arms right now because he's a West Highland Terrier, and what Terriers are known to do most is uh, basically run around and uh, not want to stay in one spot for more than five minutes, and that's what my dog is the epitome of, is that of, of course, a Terrier, in which he is. He is a West Highland Terrier, and you can actually follow him on Instagram. Joey has an Instagram. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he's nodding at me right now. You got an Instagram, don't you? Got Instagram? You want to say it? Nah, he he's not. He's kind of mic shy. He doesn't want to talk in front of the mic. That's okay. I understand. First time on the radio happens to everyone. He, you can follow my dog on Instagram as Joey underscore da d a underscore westy w e s t i e. So if you go Joey underscore da underscore westy, 
you will find him on Instagram. Or go to my page at NFESTIE97. This is my Instagram page. I post about him all the time. But uh, Joey is a is a Instagram model. Yes, he is a model. He isn't paid, but uh, um, he he does enjoy showing his good looks off. So check him out on Instagram. Uh, he's a good dog. All right, you want to get off my lap now? You want to get off? Oh, he's just standing here. I'm letting I'm letting you go, Joey. Just go. Shoo. You can't see this right now, but he's literally standing on my lap. He's not sitting. He's standing. His hind legs are on my left leg. His front legs are on my right uh, leg. He's just standing. Come on, Joe. Seriously, I got to do my radio show. Let's go. Come on, buddy. All right. All right. He's gone. He he just left. Hold on. I got to close the door. I'll be right back. All righty. Let's get back to some sports talk here. It is the baseball segment, of course, accompanied by Joey. At least it was Joey a couple seconds ago. But now it is time to talk about... Uh, what the MLB did announce a few days ago in terms of their plans on possibly coming back in June. So, here we go. At least May, they might go into spring training in May. Might. That's a big might. And last week I said it on the show was that baseball was probably the most unaffected in terms of its season being suspended so many games because they have the most amount of games. Um, but it doesn't seem like the MLB is too worried right now. Uh, at least they're just playing it by air and it's in nearly the middle of April and, uh, we, we, we still need to figure out when sports are going to come back, what the timeline's going to be like and when they come back and when can fans come back into stadiums? Uh, well, baseball in terms of them coming back in May, I think it's very, uh, it's good. It's I mean, it's motivating. It's definitely good signs that we think that things are getting better. Um, but you can also see it kind of in the fact of players and how they they have to spend their time not playing baseball when they thought that they were being were going to be starting to play baseball right now. And at least at this point, and I said it last week, is definitely the spring training workouts and everything that they had to do to get in shape during spring training. Mostly is irrelevant at this point because they haven't been playing baseball. So giving them time to get back into the rhythm of things and starting to do that stuff should start in May, but the regular season should start in June. It makes more sense. It does. And uh, I'd rather have them start with spring training and then go into June. You're probably not going to have an all-star game, which is perfectly okay Considering I'd just rather have baseball back. That's the one thing I want. And what's going to be nice, though, is about baseball coming back as a guy outside my window is balancing a basketball is... You can hear it in the background, I think. <laughs> Anyways, the thing about baseball coming back is you're gonna it's, it's something that you'd want to embrace more when you have it back. Because, like, I'm going to start watching every single game I can now when baseball comes back. Because usually during the 162-game season, I don't feel as obligated to go in front of the TV and just watch a baseball game on my own time. Uh, but now I'll feel more obligated because there's less of the games to share. Or It's going to be a, a very interesting baseball season that uh, is going to be remembered forever, really. I mean, this entire situation in the coronavirus is going to be remembered forever. So we just don't know. And hey, that's A-OK. -okay. 
So, with that being said, I do think baseball has the right idea in terms of wanting to come back in May. But to everyone who saw that news and to get more motivated by that news, feel free to get motivated, but don't get your hopes up too high because we don't know what's going to happen until May comes. Um, so at least right now in terms of coronavirus numbers, it's definitely stagnant. It's definitely in its peak per se. Last week it was told that the next two weeks are going to be the hardest two weeks to face in the situation. And right now it seems like it's slowing down a little bit, at least from my perspective. But it's just still about everybody doing their part and staying safe and keeping up those standard protocols so that we get what we want back in that timely manner that we want those things to come back in our lives. And of course, with sports. And you can already see that I'm already struggling with sports content because there's no sports. Uh, and as tough as that is, the bigger picture is um, what is what 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 how are li our lives different without sports? How are our lives kind of like like what what is entertaining us? Like a good example is that of myself. If I could interview myself on this topic, I would because the only thing I watch on TV is sports. And if you hear my dog barking in the background, Joey is watching a dog outside the window. He's a professional wonder barker. You'll see that on his Instagram page. Um, but in all seriousness, you know, but not having sports in our lives and having to live through that, and me specifically who watches sports on the regular and don't doesn't watch actual TV other than sports, I have to, I've had to adjust my lifestyle a little bit because of this. I've started watching Netflix more. I have started playing video games more. I've, of course, put more time and effort in my homework, even though I have already. Not saying that I haven't. Um, but it's just a different lifestyle without sports, and I think this is a very interesting um, thing to talk about right now because this is not something we've never experienced in our lives, especially people who are have been living the past 50 years watching sports and now all of a sudden not having that, the biggest gap in our history without sports. This is a very interesting time. And I'm very much looking forward to how this plays out and how the sports world learns from this. And I think one of the sports that's going to learn a lot from this right off the bat, all pun intended, is baseball. And... Baseball is going to be that sport that comes back right away, and we're really happy that it comes back. And that's the one sport I want to see come back is because that's the sport I love seeing, and that's the indication that summer's here and that we can enjoy watching sports. And baseball is one of them. Um, I'm going to talk to, uh, more into this with Colby Marcio, former co-host of Money Mad Sports Talk, uh, after this segment. So he's going to call in after this segment. And we're going to get into more detail about what we think about the timeline and sports and other sports like basketball, hockey, not hockey. Colby doesn't talk hockey. <laughs> if, you, if you've listened to Money Mad Sports talk before, Colby does not talk hockey. So we're not going to get to that. More so basketball because basketball, uh, we, at least as a fan base, don't doesn't seem very confident in basketball coming back as a whole so i think that's a conversation that colby and i are going to get into uh once he calls in so to finish off the baseball here very briefly 
Uh, my understanding is that baseball is going to be the one sport that comes back before anything else comes back, uh, just for the sake of it being the time of all this happening. Um, and we'll just see. We'll just see. I'm not raising my expectations. Uh, I'll probably be having this conversation again uh, with Colby, and I'll also be having this conversation multiple times throughout the next few weeks as uh, uh, baseball season is going to start becoming more uh, of a reality rather than it is now, because right now any sport doesn't seem like a reality. And also when I talk about UFC, the fact that UFC is now officially canceled with UFC 249 being canceled, there's no sport to really look forward to possibly happening. This is like the first time that we aren't really looking forward to anything until at least May. At least May. And my perspective is that it should at least be June. So we'll see. We'll see about that. But for now, I'm going to take you guys to a quick break. When I come back, it is going to be Colby Marcio and I talking uh everything coronavirus sports being affected what the sports world is looking like what what our world is looking like right when we come back here on monday man sports talk 88.3 fm and radio to paulsports.com see you guys in just a bit stay tuned you are listening to monday madness sports talk Right here on the best college radio station in the nation, Radio DePaul Sports. The sin voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. And welcome back to Monday Mass Sports Talk. This is Noah Festenstein talking a little bit aside here from uh, just sports as a whole. I have a very, very, very special guest here on the line with me right now uh, to say what's up and to kind of catch up on what's going on. It is former co-host of Monday Mass Sports Talk at Radio DePaul Sports, Colby Marshall. How you doing, Colby? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I appreciate you asking me to come on. It's been a while, so... How we doing? Doing great, man. In the comfort of my own in my own room, and I don't think I can ask for anything better. I got a TV, got a computer, got an Xbox, got everything I need in quarantine. How's quarantine been for you, dude? I get out of the house as much as I can. I I go for two five mile walks a day. That's impressive. That's something that I wish I still do to this day, but I don't. I don't even walk a half mile. Actually. I work at a deli, so I pace a lot. So maybe I maybe I do walk five miles a day. Maybe you muster up two miles. I don't know. I I've counted the amount of steps I've taken. I take an average of twelve thousand steps per shift, on a good seven hour shift. So that's I'd say bad. that's three miles. You want me to top that? <laughs> <laughs> I think you already have five miles every day. When I when I, when I had my internship with the bandits, I did like. 22 to 25,000 a day. Jeez Louise, dude. Were you just <laughs> wa- walking around the ballpark and stuff like that? Yeah, and then I'd have to walk to and from the blue line, which is two miles from my house. Oh, gosh, that's disgusting. No, it wasn't bad. It was. I liked it. I mean, hey, it's, it's a way for me, you to stay active, and you and I have been in the conversation before about... Uh, just staying in shape and staying active, which uh, I, I think you have uh, uh, been kind of a little bit interrupted of late. How have you been staying in shape? How have you been uh, uh, kind of doing home workouts, and how has that been going for you? Uh, I hate home workouts. Like, I have to force myself to do ab workouts. So the walks are, like, mainly the 
my workout, I guess. It's just, I don't have any stuff. I just have my body. So, like, having to do push-ups is so boring. I don't like it. I miss the gym. I miss yeah. the ray. Yeah, I miss the ray, too. Oh, my goodness. Everything just left so quickly. Everything, I mean, keep in mind, Colby is also a DePaul student. So, he's in the same situa- situation as I am. You actually still live in the city. You live around Wrigleyville, right? Yeah, I see Wrigley every single day. It's on my route. So, yeah, what's the atmosphere like around the ballpark? Obviously, it's supposed to be in season right now, and it's almost like a ghost town. Tell me about, like, the atmosphere. Um, The neighborhood's still the same. I would say the only thing that's different is just the car activity. Like, there's not many cars around. There is a good amount. Like, I live on a busy street, so, like, there's cars going by right now. But I had to go downtown because I went to the Burbs, like, two, three weeks ago. And downtown is a ghost town. Yeah. It's just homeless people on every corner, and then there's me and probably two cars on every street. That's insane, dude. It's creepy. It's like... I find that interesting that the outskirts of the city are kind of almost... I mean, not the same, of course, but they aren't as bad as the inner parts of the city in terms of just inactivity. Yeah, I think there's more people out walking now because, like, what else are we supposed to do? Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think we're fine if, if people go for walks and et cetera. But, like, the lakefront stuff, I understand why they closed. But, like, people get out of my way when I walk, and I love when people get out of my way. Because usually if people are, like, in pairs, they usually don't get out of the way and just make me get in the grass and the dirt. Now they're in the dirt, so it makes me happy. It's walking etiquette that i can't stand that people don't have it's just a me thing it's a me thing understandably so understandably so okay so you um mentioned that you were a part of the bandits last year uh and are you going to be a part of it this year or do you know what's going on with that uh no that was just an internship i had last summer but if i could do it again like if i had the time and they paid I would do it in a heartbeat because I loved working for them. I just love the atmosphere and what they do. But, yeah, I'll just probably go as, as a fan from now on. That's good. I mean, I'd love to go to a Bandits game. How, how did they perform last year? Um, uh, they they were runners-up in the championship. That's what I thought. I was like, I knew they made a, like a really big run. I just didn't know if it was to the championship or not. But, hey, I mean, that's good enough excuse to at least want to go to – a softball game in Chicago. What were they playing? Rosemont. Yep, Rosemont. Yep. Yeah, not at the uh, Impact Stadium. There's a different stadium. What's that? What's it? What's it called? Uh, it's not where the Chicago Dogs play. It's right next door. Yeah, that's Impact Field where the Chicago Dogs play, and then yeah, it's the what, one next door. I, I okay, forget, I forget what it's called. Interesting. It's whatever's next door. So while we're on the topic of sports, and we're maybe anticipating sports this year, maybe not. What do you what do you what do you think is gonna happen? Uh, I've been getting so many mixed reactions, but I know you have pretty emotional reactions considering it's what day twenty five without sports. So I think, I think it's almost day thirty. Oh, I don't even know. 30, like I have lost track up. of time. Literally. Yeah, literally, and we've at this point lost track of time. That's how long it's been. So when when do you think? What do you think the timeline is gonna look like in terms of sports coming back? Uh, I know baseball is really trying to push it to come sooner than later. NBA, my gut says they cancel the season because I don't see them playing in July. It's really hard. Like I, I haven't really 
thought about it because like I can't control it, so my opinion really doesn't matter on that type of thing. It's just really weird. Everything's so weird. It's never happened ever. No one knows really what to do, what to expect. It's really hard to put any thought towards what could happen. Yeah. I mean, it's also at the same time very hard to predict the future in any case scenario with the coronavirus. You don't yep. know what's going to happen next for the world. Uh, do you want to think? If you want to think on the broader scale, when do you think this whole pandemic is going to end? The apex was supposed to be yesterday ish, I think. Yeah, and some cities have already started to at least notice a small decline. Please, I want to go out. <laughs> I um, miss my friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been. Have you even seen anybody for like the past few weeks? Um, I made that podcast video content like two and a half weeks ago. That was the last time I saw, oh, no, I saw a friend, um, the other day, because he's a realtor, so we went and looked at an apartment. Ah, well, that's a good reason to see someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, are you, you're a senior, right? Yes, sir. Do you have I'm any not... thoughts about graduation, about it being canceled? I made a lot of points about it last week, but uh, I haven't had a, another person on the show since being another senior. What are your thoughts on that? Did you sign the petition? I did sign the petition, yes. I doubt they put that into use, but the thing is... Well, hey, 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 well, they, I did watch a video that uh, of the president of DePaul um, with the provost saying that they saw and were affected by those petitions... Because they are questioning themselves at this point. I will say that at the least. But they're still, of course, going to do virtual graduation. Oh, the virtual graduation. Yeah, let me just show up on the screen in my underwear. <laughs> like, it's... Ah, man. Like, I'm paying thousands upon thousands of dollars just to do that. Just, just for graduation. Like, I'm paying large sums of money just so I can take my diploma wave to my parents in the stands maybe scream at the top of my lungs mom i did it but i'm gonna do it over a screen where it's just gonna be me and the dean or whatever you call him whatever that guy's name is the president yeah it's it's not the same i mean yes i'm i have zero control over it. they have they have they have their protocol etc um but you got schools not, like Loyola really... and other universities postponing it. Yeah, put it to December. I don't care. Yeah, but I don't even care if it's a year away. That'd be kind of cool. Can do it next year. Make it a humongous graduation. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be hundred percent down. Two years, heck. I mean, I just want to walk. You know, <laughs> I want to at I least. Just... Yeah. I mean, no matter what happens, and I think the motto that I follow and taking the good out of the bad in terms of just not having a graduation is, who would have ever thought this would happen in terms of a graduation year our graduation definitely differs from all the rest of those other graduations that people have so at least that's something we can say yeah i just try not to let anything i can't control gets me because what are you gonna do yeah i mean that's exactly i think the entire mindset throughout this entire situation is you just can't um you know i mean it's it's, it's hard to process it it's but i said. will say zoom classes I will say though I am entertained with some of the Zoom. Dude, what are the so students? Funny. The, the Zoom content videos are I live for those. This one chick in my class, first day of class, 
She was driving in class. She was driving. The teacher was like, uh, Samantha. She's like, yeah, I'm driving right now, coming out of the city, going to Ohio. <laughs> like, okay. But I'm still attending class. I, I, yeah, she's in class. You can see the, the background moving because she's driving. So is her, like, phone connected to the, the dash cam? Yeah. Like, the dashboard, like, the little holder, and then it would probably go through the speakers. Honestly? As stupid as that might sound, it sounds like it works. I mean, she can't take notes, of course, but she can still watch the lecture. It was the capstone, so it doesn't really matter. Oh yeah, no, I mean that's what well, what's what's funny about that is in capstone you cannot miss more than one class or you fail. Really? Yeah. So if you did you take a capstone yet? No, I'm in it right now. Oh yeah, and if you read the syllabus, it told me is it a journalism? Oh, it's yeah. What what capstone is it? Uh, Journalism, I, right? Let me look. I have no idea. I don't know. Regardless, my capstone class told me that I cannot miss more than one or else I automatically fail. It's communications. Okay, so then that may be a little bit different. But regardless, I will understand her uh, motive, motives of uh, going on a car. But I've also seen guys smoke on there. One teacher the was smoking itself, himself. I mean... Uh, you see the one guy this guy asleep? in the shower. You see the guy that was asleep on DePaul Barstool? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I know that guy. Really? He's DePaul's pedophile creep, whatever you want to call it. He's mentally ill. He's a scary guy. <laughs> By scary, I mean if you're a girl, it's scary. I don't know, man. You never know what kind of kinds of people are doing what people are doing these kinds of days oh man uh so let's let's get back into topic with the sports so we're we're kind of reflecting on how sports are going to come back when they're going to come back um what do you think is the most ideal way for sports to come back um in each respective sport at least for baseball and basketball and uh football especially because you don't even know if that is going to start on time um, for basketball, I read that they're, like, asking for, like, a month to get back into shape, which I understand. Baseball, uh, you don't really need much to get back into it. Um, I really don't know. I Baseball should just come back and start. Basketball, I think, I should get think... a little bit. Basketball should get a little bit of time to, to get back into things. Football, I don't think, will be affected. The draft is going to be weird because they're yeah. scared to do like the over video because they might get hacked. <laughs> and that would actually be pure comedy. That would be that would be an interesting style of entertainment. I mean, even uh, I that, just a video draft itself is, is interesting. I either mean, way, I, I mean, will be tuning in for all of that. Yes. Or we just all draft online and we just watch the the draft go as They should is. just draft like a fantasy football league. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is just like a fantasy football league. Um, that would be funny. Um, I, I, I would say baseball is going to get split into half the season. No all-star game uh, and maybe a, a, an abbreviated playoffs. I'm not completely sure. But fans, I don't think, are going to be in attendance even for half of that season. Um which to me sounds like what's what's the point? 
Ratings. Ratings will be through the roof. Well, yeah, exactly. People, also, people ticket sales. In. Ticket sales could help because you are you have less games to go to and you're going to want to go to those le- le- less amount of games. So, I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. I have no idea. <sighs> I know you don't have any thoughts on hockey. I honestly... Yeah, forgot about <laughs> hockey. Oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, if basketball is not going anywhere, if, if basketball is canceling their postseason, hockey's got to cancel their postseason because they're on the same timeline. So, yeah. um, I was literally at, at a Blackhawks game the night that the NBA suspended their season, and I was like, they're going to suspend this hockey game during intermission watch. But they ended up not. And then, of course, the, the day after, the NHL suspends its season. Um, so, I know you don't follow hockey. I don't think at any point when you're on the show, Money Man Sports Talk, we did not talk about hockey. I don't know. I just know that Colby guy died today. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. You're you're correct. Just want to make sure I get that right. Who was Kobe? Hockey player. Hold on, I'm probably gonna edit. Cave? Huh? Cave? Is yeah, Col- yeah, yeah. You got it. Kobe Cave. Kobe Cave. Honestly, not as much uh, as a a follower of him, but man, this 2020 year is just. Left and right, smacking people in the face. Like, I'm ready for 2021. It's going to be Col- my year, I swear. I don't think I've talked to you about this Kobe incident. And at the same time, throughout this entire pandemic, it's made us forget about the other crap storm that happened at the beginning of the year with the Kobe Bryant incident, um, which to me right now still seems like a blur. It comes up. Here and there, though it I, does, and but like because they but, don't have anything to post, so they're just gonna post out Kobe content. Well, right, it's, yeah, and that's true. But what if they didn't post that content out? Like, what would we be? You know, I I honestly forgot about this Kobe situation throughout this entire pandemic, and I I feel kind of I don't I mean it just shows how much is going on in in this world right now. That's this twenty twenty yeah. is honestly this has already felt like a full year, and I just. <laughs> I mean, literally, that's how much it's gone. Like, that's how much has gone on. And oh, I feel man. like I see Kobe content every day on Twitter or Instagram. I do. And I just really, I think they're milking it. I really think they're milking the crap out of it. In what way? I just post it to post for likes and et cetera. Like, it's not relevant. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, like, playoffs is coming up, so they're going to have, like, 17 years ago, say, Kobe did this or that. It's going to be one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I've seen a lot of high school posts about him in like his early years in terms of like. Yeah, him. that stuff's cool. I like that. Is, that yeah, stuff. I like that stuff too. And you're gonna see when Zion Williamson becomes bigger, you're gonna look back at his 2018 high school highlights. So oh, those are awesome. And which are which are amazing. And I think that they are arguably better than Kobe or even LeBron highlights in high school. Um, but uh, yeah, any thoughts? Because I know you and I did a podcast about DePaul basketball before he left. And then I want to talk about your podcast as well. Um, DePaul basketball. DePaul basketball. <laughs> Why couldn't they have lost? Why couldn't they have lost if Pat, Pat was going to be bald? He was going to be bald. Pat, he's talking about Pantelis Zidias, who made a claim at the beginning of the year when DePaul went on its 12-1 and start that he was going to shave his head if they didn't make a tournament. Well, of course, no one officially made a tournament, of course, other than a couple conference 
tournament winners that happened before all the other tournaments got canceled. Um, other than that, no one was else for sure than the tournament. So Pantelis felt like he didn't need to shave his head. I said he should save half of his head to compromise, but no one responded uh, to that. He, get, it, he gets away with it. He, 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 they, they didn't not make it, and they didn't make it. So there's a loophole. He got the loophole, the the 0.0001% loophole. He got it. So I mean, the lottery. I mean, yeah, he did. I mean, I guess he didn't really have any other choice in terms of utilizing that card of saying, I he mean, no one, made, no one made the tournament. So how is that? I mean, how how is he going to be able to follow up on the bet? I feel like he should compromise in a way. He bought a parrot. He said, "Is it? Are we even?" No, that's literally. That's I'd buy a parrot. <laughs> I mean, he who? Bought a parrot. I, heck, I'll it. buy. I, I heck, I've thought recently to buy a tarantula. Tarantula. You think I'm joking? Tarantulas. A lot of Everybody people don't think I'm crazy. Tarantulas. Not snakes, though. No, no, my no. Fa- my family, I feel like, is scared more of snakes. The spider is mainly to intimidate my sister and friends on Snapchat who hate spiders. Spiders. So. I haven't seen a spider in a while. <sighs> no kidding. Actually, <laughs> literally. Act, no, actually, no. Last week, I was sitting in my garage, uh, and a spider was flying. Like I looked up, and there was a spider literally two feet above my head. Uh, coming down from its web, and I was like, I got freaked out. Not not in my not in my garage, my basement. And oh man, dude, I got so scared. I wasn't scared. It's just like it startled me. And I wasn't scared. Oh man, but I had my mom kill it. No, I didn't kill it. I honestly, I'm not that type of person to kill a spider. I know it's got its own family, and if it wanted to kill me, it's I think got it would. Its own family. It's got its own family. If you wanted to kill. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the excuse. He's got kids. <laughs> he's got. He's a father. He's a father of a hundred. <laughs> father of a hundred. They need him. All right. So in the last few minutes that I have with you here, Colby, I want to talk about your podcast because I've listened to your past few episodes while we're in quarantine. I think that uh, you've been pretty creative in how you've ran them. Uh, talk about how you you gone about running your Miss Call podcast, which is a sports po- uh, podcast with. Um, one of your guys, and uh, you can plug it here on Monday Mass Sports Talk because uh, it's a heavy supporter of your of your podcast. That would be the Missed Call Podcast. It's on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, Instagram. Find us at at Call Podcast on both Instagram and Twitter. YouTube, just type the Missed Call Podcast. You'll find it. And then all the other ones, just type in Missed Call Podcast. Um. Right now we're in Woman Athletes Month, so we try to we've been we try to get an uh, interview once a week, and then we'll drop them on Fridays. We sort of interviewed or just had a discussion with uh, De- DePaul volleyball players this past Monday. We couldn't do a podcast. Yes, we couldn't do a podcast last night because my co-host Saw Sartori <laughs> uh, had some family stuff to tend to. So we're gonna have the guests. We're gonna have. We were supposed to have uh, Monday, I think. She plays volleyball at LSU, beach volleyball at LSU. Her name's um, Taryn Cloth or Cloth. I still have to look up how it's pronounced. It's K-L-O-T-H. And, yeah, just a grind every day. I try to get 
good guests. They try to get good content on. I've been trying to make a lot of video content for the podcast. Well, I, I mean, how not. can you not? I mean, if you're if you're on a Zoom conference doing a podcast, how can you not? I mean, yeah, I know. We use uh, StreamYard, and we literally just record our video, and it just goes live on YouTube. So it's clutch. That's just free content right there without even like trying. That's it's the actual podcast. Yeah. And and then um, oh, I just dropped some video content. 20 minutes ago because um, part of my take Barstool's podcast said that like a lot of podcast ratings are going down because of the quarantine and, and coronavirus but they humbly bragged that theirs wasn't so they said they're going to help people out and if you give a five star rating and like comment the podcast they'll put they'll shout it out so I made like a um, in the arms of the angels and it's just me being super serious, which I never am. You'll have to check it out. It's uh, just oh it's my on goodness, our Instagram Kobe. or Twitter. Just go look at it. Retweet it when you see it. I, I will. Funny. I will literally do that when we're done. It's pretty funny. That is hilarious. Well, what, what? Remind, so if, if, if our listener here wants to check out your Twitter, what's the handle? Uh, mine is C underscore. M A R C H I O two, and then my Instagram is at three Colby. Sounds good. Sounds good. Also, um, to the listener who uh, isn't as familiar with the voice of Colby Marshall here, C O L B Y, of course, um, he used to be on Money Mass Sports Talk as a reminder. But I'm also gonna this week uh, at some point on the Spotify post a throwback episode of uh, of what Colby and I did. It, it used to be an hour, right? I think it was an hour. Yeah, it was an hour. So we did like, what, 10 episodes? The first episode we did together, we thought we were on air, but then our manager walked in and said we weren't. <laughs> <laughs> so um, some fun times uh, with Colby here. And if anything, it was just um, helping us be a bit more acclimated at Radio DePaul Sports, and it was just a lot of fun. Because uh, um, it was an interesting time of sports at the time. What, the who was in the playoffs at the time it was 2018 that was the boston red sox oh yeah that was when i was uh yeah that was when i was just ratting on because you're a yankees fan of course yeah and yeah i'm not gonna remind you of any more of the and the bears were good it yeah was such a great time. oh yeah the bears are good I, I might have to pull up that colby uh oh i have to pull up that cody parkey episode is that the episode that we need to pull up because you, you got very mad oh yeah i did he hit the goalpost five times Man, the Lions. That got was, really that mad. was like that was in November, I'm pretty sure. My goodness. Pretty sure it was November. Yeah, I don't know how would I ha- I would have handled that talking alone. I definitely think <laughs> that your and your uh frustration helped by uh coping on the radio show about that terrible, terrible night in Bears still football lore. <laughs> Hey, um, so actually, on the on the conversation of the Bears, what do you think about uh, Nick Foles? Oh God, nine inch Nick. Um, uh, I don't. I have mixed feelings about it. I felt like the Bears could have gotten a better quarterback than Foles. I'm not saying Foles is bad, but I was shocked they got him. Who do you, who did you who are you under the impression that they were going to get? I was going to say Cam Newton. I mean, at the time. Yeah, I think Cam would have been great, but they're worried about his health. 
or even drafting a quarterback. I feel like if they could have traded up for and traded up and drafted, say, Jalen Hurts in the second round or something like that, I think Jalen Hurts would be great for the Bears. But what do I know, right? <laughs> I mean, hey, but not as much as Ryan Pace, apparently. Apparently not. But now there's quarterback um, competition and. As of right now, Nick Foles is the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. I mean, with, as of right now, contract that he has, yeah, you can't have him sit on the bench. Well, at the same time, you also don't want your uh, your young quarterback to not be able to start a game. I don't I mean, want to see Mitch. I don't want to see Mitch. <laughs> um, not even as a backup. I also he'll be a, Mitch is a backup. I'm sold, but I don't want him starting. Okay, well, what if Foles starts slowing down and Mitch has proven that he's really good at backup? Maybe he's a good backup. That's his more comfortable position. What do you think they're going to do from there? Dude, I I don't know. That's a sticky situation, especially with Matt Nagy, who hasn't really had these two types of quarterbacks in his coaching career. So um, that's going to be very interesting for him to see. And it's going to be interesting whether or not we're going to have an NFL season to see that. Um, also like Quinn, the addition on defense uh, makes yeah. offensive linemen not have to worry about double teaming Mac all the time. So that's going to be really good. Yeah. You got both sides. Yeah. You're, you're screwed uh, with, with uh, Kim Hicks and everything. Um, Roy Robinson Harris, dude, that's a great, that's a great defense. The defense is fine. I'm worried about the guy behind center. I mean, hey, you can't. And at the same time, I think the biggest issue last year with the defense was the offense, and they didn't give the defense a chance to breathe because there was a lot of three and outs and not a lot of chances for the defense to uh, keep the team in the game. Really? Yeah, you, you can't. You can't expect the defense to be perfect when they're on the field the whole game. Exactly. They're tiring out, especially guys, big guys like Kim Hicks and uh, even that of Cleo Mack. They don't have a lot of endurance, at least enough endurance Roquan to keep. Smith got hurt. Kim Hicks was hurt. Exactly. And you had guys fill in. So hopefully they don't have this issue this year. If they don't, I feel like it's a good, solid 11 and 6 year. It's going to be a 17 game season. So what do you think about that? What do you think about the playoff, expanded playoff fields and all that uh, stuff going around in this new, in, in this new agreement? More upsets. I'm all here for upsets. That's good to hear. Yeah, I mean, the 17th game expands a lot of things. Um, maybe some ups and downs, negatives. I mean, more injuries, possibly. Um, but more chances for teams to do what they want to do. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I agree. So, hey. Uh, is there any final thoughts as you are uh, making your way here on Monday Man Sports Talk? I've, of course, the former co-host, Kobe Marshall. A lot of great times with this guy. Um, and... Maybe some in the future. Any final thoughts here, Colby? Uh, thanks for thanks for asking me if I want to come on, and I'm always down wherever you need me. Uh, this was fun. Yeah, of course. Um, of course, Easter was yesterday, but this is being recorded on Saturday. Uh, I do hope that your Easter was great. Is going to be great. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know how to phrase that. I mean, people, stay safe, America. Just stay Wear your safe. Masks. <laughs> Everybody having a great Easter and um, wishing you the best here in, uh, in these very uncertain times. Stay safe. Stay safe, Colby. Thank you uh, for calling in. And uh, when we come back, uh, we'll get into some more sports talk. 
right here on Mind of Mass Sports Talk with your host, Noah Festus, and be back in just a bit. Stay tuned. You are currently listening to your Radio DePaul Sports award-winning radio show, Monday Madness Sports Talk. Awarded for best use of social media and nominated for best overall show. Always online with Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Streaming from Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. And welcome back to Monday Mass Sports Talk. My name is Noah Festenstein, here about just for about five or so minutes talking some basketball uh, and the NBA and possibly them not continuing any of their season, including playoffs. Um, it, it sucks. Of course it does. And we're not going to see the Lakers possibly make a run or um, possibly uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Lakers, Western Conference Finals, you know or not Western Conference, uh, NBA Finals, which would have been amazing, you know? Uh, And just other things that could have been in this NBA season um, just lost due to this horrible pandemic that we are in right now. Uh, And to put it simply, it's just... uh, The bigger picture is looking out for everybody in this league and understanding that if you do continue the risk of continuing is not worth the reward and the reward is of course having an NBA playoffs in which uh is it worth it to have those playoffs is it also worth having those playoffs without anybody in attendance and also that a big reason as to why a lot of these uh, professional sports leagues is canceled is because of of the NBA and their players starting to get tested positive for coronavirus, uh, most notably, of course, with the Utah Jazz and Rudy Gobert and also Donovan Mitchell getting tested positive for the virus, which started that domino effect on March 11th through the 12th and all, all sports getting canceled. So, um... I think the NBA, if any sport's going to get canceled this season, that's going to be it, is basketball. And uh, to me, as heartbreaking as it is, it's only for the better. It's only looking at the bigger picture and saying, hey, this is how we're going to have to protect our players, our fans, and um, hey, we're already nearly in day 30 with no sports. So uh, as well, <laughs> Colby and I were just describing, is we don't even know what the timeline is right now. I don't even know what the date is almost. Of, of course, um, I don't know. Do I even know the date? It's it's April 13th. <laughs> See, like, exactly. That's my point. Is like, this situation has caught us all so off guard that we don't even remember what day it is. So, it's just, just that, and... Oh, man. I can't, like, like, these are the kinds of moments that yeah, you t- you say to yourself, please, 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 let me wake up to something better, please. And that to me is sports, and to wake up with no sports to play, it's heart wrenching. It really is, and I haven't really fully expressed that on the show yet in terms of no sports. But really, it's taken a toll on me. Uh, I will get more into that conversation when I talk with Carlos Lick with Terminator Rodriguez because, like I told him, is uh, I've been watching fights all, all over and over again. I've been watching highlights of different sports over and over again. And to me right now, I already, at this point already, it's getting old. And I just want sports back. And uh, you'll get, I'll get more into detail with that and Carlos. Um... But in terms of basketball, I guess that's the one sport 
if it's going to be it's going to be basketball. But if basketball does cancel their season, I would expect the NHL hockey to cancel their season as well, considering those two sports are on the same timelines and the same amount of games played per season. There it doesn't make sense if one of those and not the other canceled. Um that just wouldn't make any sense at all because those two sports are on the same deadline. Uh, and also the consideration of playing with no fans in attendance with no revenue to really be had during the playoffs. Um, is there really that point? And what is the point? And that's really the answer to be questioned here in this situation. So we'll ask that question and more with our UFC discussion and Carlos Loco Terminator Rodriguez uh, talking the latest in MMA UFC and also his... Uh, New YouTube channel, playing Call of Duty, playing uh, online and streaming it on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook Live. So that is cool for Carlos the Liquid Terminator Rodriguez, and I'm excited for him to share some details and uh, how he's been uh, coping during this quarantine era right here when we get back on Monday Mass Sports Talk, 88.3 FM, HarperRadio.com, RadioDePaulSports.com podcasts. Be back in just a bit. Stay tuned. You are listening to Monday Madness Sports Talk with your host, Noah Festenstein. Right here on Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. And welcome back into Monday Madness Sports Talk. It is your host, Noah Festenstein, taking you into the UFC segment here, the last segment of which on the show, but it's going to be a longer segment, about 30 minutes. And to join me on this segment is you-know-who. It is that of which Carlos the Liquid Terminator Rodriguez. He has been on the show multiple times while it was at Radio DePaul Sports, and now he gets his chance on 88.3 FM. So let's give him a call right here, right now. We know him as our best... UFC analysis here on Monday Mass Sports Talk and the best fan of UFC in my eyes and the most fun to watch fights with. Here he is, Carlos the Liquid Terminator Rodriguez. What's going on? What's going on, good old Noah? How's it been, man? Oh my goodness, great. It's been going great. Well, perhaps we must say it's going great. So lift up the times that we are in because uh, I'm the attack. We got quarantine going on. There's no UFC. And uh, all I'm doing is playing video games. I'm getting fat, so I guess you could say it's quite the party. <laughs> honestly, dude. Honestly, hey, at least you're keeping busy. And uh, at least for me, I've been able to keep busy with uh, UFC Fight Pass. Uh, it's literally like Netflix for fighting. And I'm able to watch all the fights that I want to watch. And it's been like fight night every single night here in, in Noah's bedroom, which I find pretty fun. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. So uh, I know that you've been a little bit out of... I'm sorry? Well, I was going to say, what was, your favorite, what was your favorite fight you've seen so far? Oh, um, that one's a tough one. I like the Chael Son and Anderson Silva fights because of the, the heat that was put into that. I oh yeah, classic. <laughs> I liked watching old Stipe Miocic fights because I like heavyweight and I like his rise. Um, and then how Daniel Cormier uh, was able to get him out uh, of of that streak that was pretty impressive. 
Um, just some some really cool. I've been watching some Dominic Cruz fights, which I know is your favorite fighter. Um, oh yeah. In anticipation of UFC 249, the past week I've been watching a lot of Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson fights, but of course now that's been canceled, and I'm awaiting on actually hearing about your reaction to that. Oh, about the fact that uh, Justin Gaethje is supposed to fight uh, Ferguson. Well, just in general, I mean the timeline because you're not you. First of all, last week I was talking about how since Khabib was in Russia and he's not going to be fighting in UFC two forty nine, that they should just cancel two forty nine in general because this is the fight that's supposed to happen, not anything else. Even though Gaethje and Ferguson is a good fight, it's a great fight stylistically, and that's something I would pay to watch. We were like we like the anticipation was Khabib and Tony for the fifth time. So I want to hear what your yeah, reaction no. was to these cancellations and uh, how uh, how do you think this is going to shake up the UFC landscape moving forward? Oh my gosh! Well, definitely it's gonna. I feel like it's just people are just gonna lose hope. It's like it's like the boy who cried wolf. When the, once that fight gets announced again, people are gonna be like, "Well, I'll believe it once it you know happened the night happened in the night of it." You know, I'm almost late to making it because I didn't believe it until right when the two fighters actually stepped in the octagon and I had to rush in my car and drive over to beat us if I don't have enough money in the bank to pay for the pay-per-view. That, yeah, that's Word the kind of deal that's going to happen with that fight because, my goodness, I mean, has uh, there ever been any more cancellations to a fight as this one? In history, that's what I'm wondering. And has there been any, like, cancellations of a better fight than this one yeah. is the real question. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I yeah, really yeah, wanted yeah, this fight to happen. Like, this was supposed to be the greatest lightweight fight ever. I mean, between two of the best savages besides uh, McGregor, but uh, obviously he's in the, the welterweight right now. And, uh, yeah, it's just super unfortunate. But, you know what, I'm going to believe them. When, when, they, when they call it the next time, when they say, Oh, okay. We 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 finally have a date. I'm gonna believe him this time. I have my fingers so crossed to the point they're they're gonna go purple uh, when uh, when when they announce the next time. It's just it's just the timing was just so unfortunate. The whole deal with the virus and everybody suffering because of the virus. All these businesses and mm. stuff. It's just unfortunate. I mean, I, if there was no virus, guarantee that fight. Guarantee that fight would have happened. Oh, no, hands but, down. Uh, I mean, why wouldn't it have ha happened? I mean, Dana White was literally ready to run it even if it was the apocalypse. Like, Dana White was strapped for these fights. Um, but it really shows how motivated and um, how committed the UFC president is in, in continuing his events. And I feel like the way he did it, the way he wanted to keep these fights, wasn't really for a money reason. It was really for promotional reasons. I mean, he realizes that this could be the only sport that's running that people can watch because I remember that Saturday after all main sports got canceled, you came over to Chicago and uh, went on, I came to DePaul to watch... Uh, some fights with me. That was the only sporting event that was going on at the time. So yeah, that was crazy. So like that's that was the one where Johnny Walker lost. Oh, yeah, so about that. that was like the last significant event was Johnny Walker losing. So I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry for that. <laughs> I forgot what other fights were on that card. I think it was a decent one nonetheless. Yeah, it was um, Oliveira and Lee. Oh. 
I forgot what the other women's fight was. Regardless, this coronavirus situation has made everyone crazy. It's made me at least um, recollect by myself a lot. But also, I've been working, so I mean, I've been able to get out of the house. Have you been able to do stuff yourself? Have you been able to uh, get out of the house, do whatever, or you've just been inside playing COD all the time? Uh, I, I don't, yeah, I don't really go outside that much. Uh, what's it called? I, I, I hung out with uh, a couple friends here, here and there that I, I, I know are coronavirus free because we're we're pretty much spending. Uh, Indoors uh, gaming, uh, so you can trust me to be coronavirus free. But I know how everybody, uh, how a lot of people are dealing with this. Like, well, maybe, maybe it's best not to hang out. But if you ever want, Mister No, we can definitely hang out. I'm I am. I'm. I'm what? pretty certain I'm coronavirus free. Oh, uh, you're coronavirus free. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, just letting you know. But uh. Yeah, that that's pretty much it. But other than that, I I kind of just go grocery shopping. I haven't been able to to train much, but I am having uh, certain fighters who are coronavirus free. Thank goodness. Although one at MTC tested positive for coronavirus. Are you serious? So, but uh, yeah, yeah. If anybody doesn't know what MTC is, it is Midwest Training Center. It is one of the uh, big training centers for MMA fighting in the Northwest suburbs. It's located in Hoffman Estates. But you just said yep. that there's someone that, a fighter, tested cro- p- positive yep. for COVID. Yes, yep, there's a fighter. I won't give a name, but there is one, but he he, he isn't uh, close to uh, any of my friends that train. Uh, in fact, uh, like, uh, they're, they're, they're different types of people. So uh, I guess the one that got sick is the, is the kind that likes to party a lot. So that's what happens when you don't listen to... Uh, uh, well, who is it? Mayor Lightfoot? I mean, all, I mean, home. not just Lightfoot. All, all the scientific professionals, yeah. all of the doctors yeah. who are uh, overseeing the situation closer than anybody else is. So, I mean, listen to those people. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's crazy. Yeah, so one one of them got it, and uh, yeah, he he he's staying home and all. He's quarantined, but uh. I have some friends that are coronavirus free, and we've been talking every day. So I'm going to be training pads real soon. But wow, when, once once the virus is over, it's going to be crazy for all MMA fighters, like my team, and I would say even UFC caliber, just to get get back into that fight mode, get back, you know, ready to to you know have these fights. It's just like it's going to be a long process, like. My launch is going to be long, and uh, my other friends who, who had a fight that got canceled, like to, to return back to action, to get back into the octagon, the cage or whatever, is going to be long. Like I bet just so that the MMA business can thrive slightly, you know, thrive to, you know, early on and keep going, they're going to have to throw a lot of short notice fights. Like there's going to be a lot of unprepared fighters that are just doing it. For, who, are, who are walking into the cage pretty much to just save the sport, you know, and that's that's what a lot of businesses and stuff are going to do. They're going to have to throw everything they got early on and whatever they have to keep things uh, stabilized and growing again because, uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of businesses and all just took a huge hit from this. Oh yeah, and, collectively, uh, and, and that, I think that's the that's the whole idea is is, is that it's not that just that one or two businesses that are closing down; it's everything. I mean. Other than essential businesses that we need open, I mean, uh, and apparently 
UFC is not one of those essential businesses. And uh, now uh, we're looking ahead at some events that on May 9th is going to be UFC 250, which is Cejudo versus Aldo. Um, I don't even think Dana White's going to be feeling as obligated to keep that fight going rather than, of course, what uh, UFC 249 was bringing. Uh, do you know anything about, do you have any idea at least about what a timeline would look like in terms of a UFC comeback, or do you think they'll just come back when any other sport would come back? Well, I've seen things about uh, Dana White wanting to host a uh, host fight in a, in a private island. That was on the West um, Coast. It's in Cal- It's a California-owned island. Yeah, I've, I've heard about that. And uh, I don't know. There's people who are liking the tag the tag me and things, but I've been I've been seeing that something about Jose Aldo being out, and uh, and it's now going to be Dominic Cruz versus Cejudo. Yeah, That's I can imagine why people are sending you links to that. I mean, hey, would you oh, would you rather want that or Aldo? I want I want Dominic Cruz as a third. I, I wish Dominic Cruz could have a nice easier fight. So he can destroy the guy. They can be ha- happy, you know, hype. But Cejudo in no way, shape, or form is an easy fight. I think he's one of the best little fighters I have ever seen, besides like Mighty Mouse and obviously Dominic Cruz. You know, around that 135, 125 range, and uh, and TJ Dillashaw as well. But uh, my goodness, like Henry Cejudo is just an animal and I think that's a tough fight to return to when uh, you've had you know a string of injuries for years and not being able to fight in that that time period so it, it's going to be it's going to be crazy to, to see what happens but uh, I hope they keep the event uh, I, I, have you seen anything about it being cancelled yet or not not necessarily um I, honestly, like like I said when I introduced 250, was if 249 is going to get canceled, 250 is going to get canceled because it's only uh, what two, three weeks apart, three weeks apart. So yeah. this timeline of this coronavirus situation is going to be the circumstance that we have to rely on in order to get what we want back, and that's fights. So, I, and I'm thinking that this coronavirus situation is not going to. Uh, stop until at least mid June, at least. Um, so, and even that, it could come back whenever. So, uh, it's just uh, uh, the recommendation by the government was that sporting events shouldn't even be holding any events, uh, attended events per se, until at least September or August or September. So, the UFC, I, I think, can easily survive off of that. More, compared to any other sport, I think the UFC can survive with no fans in attendance compared to any other sport uh, because of pay-per-view reasons and um, viewership ratings. It's definitely a better situation for the UFC compared to other sports. Do you agree with that? I, I would say I would say so. Although uh, definitely when the sport when the sport comes back, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little tough uh, to generate you know, the average money that they would get per pay-per-view because I feel like a lot of people are going to be broke considering they're, like, laid off. So uh, I, I can imagine places like B-Dubs and stuff where people will resort to a cheaper way to watch a pay-per-view. Yeah, but you don't have that now. Let's say people have to stay home and you watch a fight. 
you can't go to B-dubs. You got no choice. And you got to at least yep. stream the, the it. Buys, for... The buys aren't, aren't going to be a, a lot lower just because of people saving their money and stuff. Uh, it's just rough. But you know what? They just got to they gotta use what they have. You know, they, 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 they can't be expecting to have some uh, some crazy numbers done because right now those crazy numbers will not be done. They, you know, uh, the stars need to be aligned. And so far with the virus thing, uh, it, it kind of moves the star to the side. So, um, yeah, they, they won't get great numbers. But you know what? All the true fans, all the true fans will, will, will collect their, their bit of money to be able to, you know, pull it together to watch, watch uh, you know, these events when they do come. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you think now with UFC 249 being canceled uh, that Khabib should just get that fight back or should Gaethje now be the one who fights Ferguson? Uh, I, they got to do the Khabib thing, but man, I, it's like they, they can't, they can't get him, uh, they can't get him back from his uh, homeland or something. Yeah, so what do you think about that that decision by Khabib going to Russia, knowing that there's a possibility of him not being able to come back? Also having his training facility in California where the fight would have taken place. It seems like there's a lot of fans who are just like, oh, yeah, Khabib's a chicken. But it's like, like, come on now. Like, like how many of us love our our families? Like, you know, uh, high chances, you know, he has family out there, like, without a doubt. And, uh, Pretty much, you know, he wants to see his family. I mean, when when all this stuff is going down, you know, considering I'm not living with my mom, my mom was just like, like desperately wanting to see uh, me and my brother. So she was trying to do whatever she can. And so when the whole virus thing was coming, you know, everybody wants to at least see the family just in case they don't get to see their family. And mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate that you know, if he goes there, he goes to see his family, and then he's trapped there. It's like. It sucks, but it's like you're gonna choose your you're gonna choose uh, your family or the sport. I mean, I think anybody with a good heart would at least choose the family. Just a little. I'm glad bit that more. you take that perspective because a lot of fans don't. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you took that perspective because the extreme narrative was this is the fifth time that this fight's been canceled. So why would you take the risk of it being canceled again? And by going to Russia, and I think the whole idea is is that Khabib. Um, it's either that, but like his excuse upon being asked the question of why he went back to Russia was the location. It was all about location. Why didn't Dana White give location? He didn't talk anything about family, which surprised me. Um, and now since you've mentioned it, it, it just seems like just a good idea for Khabib to be there because this is the time in this coronavirus pandemic to be with family. And that's, of course, what I'm with right now is with my own family. Good Joey yep. got... My mom, uh, got my dad, yeah. got everyone. Awesome. Yeah, like uh, that—that's pretty. That's pretty much what we're all we're all rocking. I mean, it's it's pretty common for everybody, almost everybody, to be with their family and stuff. I mean, I, I'm not obviously living with my mother, but you know, she definitely paid a visit, and it was it was great to see her. And then she obviously gives a set of rules like a like a mom like you know the, remember to wash your hands and wear your gloves and all of that and be safe and don't ever get sick for your mama and all that so yeah i 
Because Khabib should have definitely said it. And so I, I can see the fact that he didn't say it. Uh, like, fans are already assuming, oh, he's scared of Ferguson. I mean, well, Ferguson is a scary dude. But, but you know, Khabib, I don't think he's scared of anybody. I, I he's 28-0. I don't think he's, he's, like he's going to be scared of anybody. Yeah, he's, he's not scared. But, you know, Ferguson is scary. I mean, that is the truth. But, uh... But to the fighter caliber of what Khabib is, I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe it's not about the fight itself. Maybe he just didn't want the fight to happen under these circumstances. Maybe there's, there's other reasons where you can think about other like why he left. Um, but at the same time, it's not happening, and now I have to look forward to the future and doing our best in uh, in keeping the spread so that we can get everything that we want back at a, the best time and. That's the best we can do at this point here, Carlos. Uh, and in which just staying home and doing your thing, and in which your thing, Carlos, and staying home, which I want to talk about with you the last 10 minutes here we have together, is, uh, you know, is I don't talk esports on this, uh, on this, on this sports talk show very much, but I, I told myself right when this whole thing was going down is that the one market that's going to thrive is esports, and I don't think I could be any more correct. And uh, the esports market has been blessed with the addition of a new uh, Twitcher, and that is uh, Carlos Rodriguez, your very own Liquid Terminator, um, streaming on Twitch. Yes, uh, so basically... Uh... My, my my account name is Pandemic Warfare. Wow, perfect name for whatever's going on. Honestly, and, I saw that name and I was like, how did you get that name? It's I, It sounds like a name that like everybody would try to use, Pandemic Warfare. Yeah, I was, like, I was, trying, to, I was trying to figure out, I was scratching That's my head, name. how can I be an inventor during these times? I was trying to figure out what field should I go into. And I was like, you know what, I've been doing video games for almost my entire life like playing video games and stuff, but never streaming, never doing uh, game battles, that competition stuff, but uh, doing online gameplay. And uh, I was always really good at it. And so it's like, yeah, that's perfect. We got, you know, there's nothing to do. It's I can imagine video games are thriving right now because everybody's being lazy staying at home. And I was like, you know what? This is where this is where I'm gonna put my invention to use. I came up with pandemic warfare. I searched it up on YouTube, no results. I was like, I can't believe it. This is absurd. And so I came up with the name. It's a coronavirus theme uh, channel. And uh, some people ask me, Well, how are you? How? What are you gonna do once the coronavirus is uh, is you know cleared up? I'm like, Well, there's always gonna be some illness or virus, new virus that's going to come up, so, you know, I'll definitely bring those up at, 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 I I still think it's a cool name, you still, I mean, even if there isn't, like, a pandemic going on, you can still use it, I mean, like, the story behind the Pandemic Warfare YouTube channel is that it started because of the coronavirus, so, Pandemic Warfare, so let it, let, let, let it thrive even without the coronavirus, it doesn't need its counterpart. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, when, you know, it's all about, you know, and the and the way I get the subscribers, it's like I'm like, if you're alive and well, you know, if you're surviving, this, give a you know, give a like and subscribe, so I know that you're alive out there. And so I add a nice little twist. It's not just like, you know, oh, about me. And this is just like, this is just you know, video games and stuff. It's like it's just. You know, spreading positivity with what's going on, and 
stuff like, you know, if you're alive and well, you know, let me know that you're alive and well, like, subscribe. And then, uh, and then, you know, so subscribers, I call them survivors. So, (laughs) 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 so so far, so far on my channel, I mean, I just started it up the other day and I've got like nine or 10 survivors on there. I'm one of, I'm one of them. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome, man. (laughs) Thanks a lot. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm excited to find some more survivors. That's, I'm going to use my channel to, to find some more survivors. And I can't wait to accumulate thousands. So, I mean, hey. It's, it's, it's really exciting how, how I had to twist. It just, it's, it's awesome. It's like fun and games. And it gets everybody smiling. It definitely made me on. smile. Because uh, yeah, I, I tuned in yesterday to your stream. And, uh... It was pretty fun. Um, so since today is Monday with the Money Mass Sports Talk, as it's being recorded though on Sunday, which is yesterday, uh, are you doing something today on Monday uh, to stream so people can watch? Uh, I will be doing a, a stream two days on uh, two two days in a row, uh, two more days in a row on Facebook. But uh, my YouTube channel is Pandemic Warfare. Eventually, I'm going to move over to. To YouTube, I'm going to do YouTube one day, Twitch the next day, which is the name on Twitch is still Pandemic Warfare. So it's going to be uh, 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 YouTube, Twitch, Facebook. So one day YouTube, next day Twitch, next day Facebook, and repeat. You can't do all those at the same time? Uh, No, because I need to be able to answer people's questions. Yeah. Like uh, sometimes people will comment below, and uh, it would be really hard to flip between uh, uh, sources. And I think my computer would be going crazy. You can't have a segment <laughs> where you like, like between in this hour you're only answering questions on Twitch, and then in this hour you're only answering questions on Facebook, and then this hour you're only questioning things on YouTube. I don't know. I'm thinking of different yeah, ideas. Yeah, I for mean, you. It, would, it, it sounds like a decent idea, but I feel like it would be a little confusing. So I'm just gonna do one every uh, one one source every three days. To just keep going, doing doing it every single day, and even when I'm training MMA, when I get back, you know, if I can't do a four-hour stream, I'll do at least a two-hour stream. Yeah, and it'll still be good. And you know, and every day, you know, with with the with the progress in MMA and the progress in gaming, hopefully things look good uh, after a while. But uh, one thing that made me smile about what you did was uh, was putting that, that that funny roller coaster together. That yeah so i was just telling uh yeah i was telling the audience uh earlier in the show that monday madness sports talk has its own roller coaster and it is called mini man it's called mini madness uh are you familiar with canex it's it's kind of like a logo brand but it's different style I don't know. I don't know if I am familiar with it. I don't know. I've been I've been building roller coasters with this play. Uh, it, it was I started off with like different roller coasters in the past, but I have so many excess pieces and tracks that I just built a roller coaster. I can also look up manuals oh, online wow. and build a random roller coaster online and still have the pieces to do it. Goodness gracious, man! That's it. That's awesome. But yeah, that's fine. I mean, hey, I've been keeping my busy in quarantine. The Rubik's Cube. So when you face the people in the Rubik's Cube, uh, yeah, like uh, you, you, you place, you place like uh, it was less than less than top top one thousand, was it? Yeah, I was like top fifteen hundred out of like five thousand people who competed online throughout the world. Oh wow! And I bet I bet almost every guy 
that knew about that event were, are just a bunch of geniuses. So you're not going to have anybody easy. Well, uh, I mean, I'm still in the bottom tier of a lot of good cubers. Like, I'm in my own league of cubers. Um, more notably, though, last week I was competing in a 3x3 tournament online, but I lost. I got a buy in the first round, but I lost in the second round. Uh, I, I have a feeling, though, that after, the, after you know, the next five years, you're going to be the Rubik's Cube champion. We're going to... Everybody better tune into that. Listen, no assessment sign. Don't you miss it. He's going to be the champion in five years. Mark my words. If I get it right, you could call me Prophet Carlos, the Liquid Terminator, Rodriguez, a.k.a. Pandemic Warfare. I think we're, we're already calling you the Prophet. We're, you're the second coming, Carlos. <laughs> speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of which, you're one of my good friends that um, is also Jewish. But Jewish in the messianic form. Uh, I know you've oh, never really gone into depth. We have a couple minutes left here on the uh, on the program. Do you want to get into <laughs> some detail about uh, how you've been keeping up your faith? Because I know you're pretty big on that. Oh yeah. So basically, uh, what's it called? Yeah, messianic Judaism. If you guys ain't never heard of it, uh, Jews for Jesus. You know, I I, I love my homie Jesus. Uh, as, as a lot of Latinos do, and uh, and uh, he was a Jewish man, and he lived, he lived like uh, he lived just like the Jews. He lived he lived a lot like Mr. Noah Fessenstein right here, and uh, and uh, basically it, it's been pretty easy to keep on with the faith. Uh, I, like just like what you did, you had uh, you had a, uh, a what's it called a sermon from uh, from uh, your synagogue online. Yeah. So we have that. Which is really nice. Uh, I have uh, my sermon, and then I have an hour and a half Torah club, and then I, I did have Passover. But all I really had was just like I just eat, ate a lot of food. But I didn't go 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 crazy this year, and the reason being is because I didn't have you, man. I didn't have you and my other friends, like yeah. Alan and my Jews, my Christians, Messianics, all together in one. Well, we'll get it. We'll get it done. We'll get it done eventually. Hundred percent. This is not yeah, the we're, Passover. We're do a Passover. We will do a Passover in July. We'll do a July 4th Passover. And this is the only oh, Passover that, that will host fireworks. Yeah, that, that'll be nice. We'll have, a giant, we'll have a giant matzo ball firework. Wow, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. I can't wait for this all to be over. Because, man, like, when we had Hanukkah, it was ridiculous, man. That was, that was one of the most fun I've ever had. And so... Like and we did we part, we partied every single day for for that one. I think every single day for the most, most for the most days at least six at least no less than six days we partied out of the eight, and then the other two I partied <laughs> yeah. with family. So like I part every day of Hanukkah is a party. Yeah, definitely, and I I remember partying with your family as well. That was just incredible. There was just like a million people in your house, <laughs> all crammed in. <laughs> what a day dude what a day man it's always a party when yeah. you when you come on here carlos uh i know this is a very interesting circumstance i'm recording a podcast in my room i have cars flying by left and right outside i got the windows open because it's a nice day so you might hear that in the background but it's a-okay because uh that's just the world outside and that we're still living we're still breathing and we still got reasons to keep on Keep on going day by day. Keep keep the grind going, and uh, I, I'm glad oh, that you're yeah. able to join me on that here, Carlos. Yeah, it's been a, it's been an honor, man. It's uh, 
holy cow, I almost forgot what it was like to talk to humanity sometimes. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first time Carlos has gone into public yeah. on the phone. But he's on, he's in public yeah. on the streams. Uh, uh, so check him out on YouTube. I really highly recommend it. He's hilarious to watch play video games. He's also really good, like extremely good. So uh, check him out. Pandemic Warfare. Just the two words, Pandemic Warfare, on YouTube, Twitch. Um, and if you think you... you it, no numbers or nothing. If you think you're worthy enough to be friends with him on Facebook, send him a friend request. Um, yeah, I don't mind. A friend request or follow, whatever. I got plenty of room. I think I got 3,000 spaces, so feel free. <laughs> How many spaces do you have left? I have like 2,200 friends or something like that, so I guess it's like... 2,800 to be mathematically correct. <laughs> You're ridiculous, man. Ah, bro. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for stopping by, and you're going to obviously be back on here before uh, Monday Madness Sports Talk um, is done, at least on college radio, but you're going to have your more more chances even when it's not on college radio. So just a lot more of Carlos to be spread around here on Monday Madness Sports Talk, talking UFC, talking Call of Duty, uh, and talking uh, a little bit brief bit on uh, Messianic Judaism. So that was pretty fun here uh, with Carlos the Liquid Terminator Rodriguez, UFC um, enthusiast, fighter, and analysis himself. Carlos, any final words? And now gamer. <laughs> and now gamer, yes. <laughs> and... Go crazy. Any final words, buddy? Any final words, you said? Yes. I say, uh, Wash your hands, wear your mask, and don't go out partying just yet. Save the party for later. We will have one big party, all of us, when this is all over. <laughs> all good, man. Carlos, thank you for calling in, and uh, I will uh, talk to you whenever, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're, we're, all, we're almost right down the block, in a way. All we right. consider the small world that we live in. So I will talk to you soon, my good lad. And that is all she wrote for today's episode of Money Mass Sports Talk. Thank you so much to Colby Marcio and Carlos, the Liquid Terminator Rodriguez, for coming on to the show today. Also, Joey for making a little guest appearance there as well. Uh, so catch every single Monday, Monday Mass Sports Talk 88.3 FM, HarperRadio.com, and or RadioFallSports.com podcasts. Just search Monday Madness Sports Talk on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. But for now, I will see you guys next week.